0: You're listening to Connect the Dots, a podcast designed to connect you to yourself, the world and others in healing ways. I'm Cody Dodo, a practitioner and teacher of Chinese medicine. What ails you? Where are you disconnected from your body, your relationships and even from the world? We'll talk about it right now and give you insights on how to connect the dots in your life and empower you to heal, live and thrive. Today, we're going to explore the stomach channel. Obviously, when we talk about stomach, we're going to talk about food. The process of digestion and also the stomach channel begins with the eyes. When you look at food, when we see food, we start salivating immediately. The body knows, food is coming, I need to prepare. You probably heard the saying, to eat with your eyes. Because this is really how we begin the process of digestion. We look at the food. We smell the food. We taste the food. We chew. And that is also the beginning of the stomach channel. It starts at the eye, goes to the nose, the mouth, the jaw. And then it enters the brain. And this is the interesting thing about food. Food is never... Just what it is. When we eat food, it's not just the nutritional value of it that we're ingesting. The stomach channel goes to the brain because as we eat and process the food that we take in, it brings up memories, it brings up opinions. It brings up judgments about what we eat. It's impossible to eat something and not to think about what it is that I'm eating. When you eat your mom's food, or some people can call it comfort food, you'll remember events when you ate that food, when your mom made that food. And maybe if you don't like your mom, you won't like that food because it reminds you of something. So food, as we bring it in and we chew it, brings up all these memories. It is impossible to eat something without the knowledge we have about it. When we eat healthy food, there's something that gave us the idea that this is healthy. You may have read about it in a magazine. You may have Googled it. Right? Let's Google the benefit of kale. Okay. Then you read about kale and the benefits of it, and then you eat it. That information comes in with the kale. Same goes for fast food restaurants, for example. You may love fast food restaurants. You may remember your family going to a fast food restaurant and eating together. And that brings you comfort. And you love that food. On the other hand, you might think about fast food restaurants and maybe you saw documentaries or read books or articles about how they produce their food and the processes the food goes through before it gets to the restaurant. And you form your judgment about that type of restaurants or food, and aside from the fact that you most likely will never set a foot in a fast food restaurant because of these judgments, if you were forced to eat that food, those opinions, the feelings that you have, maybe you're disgusted by the thought of that food, Uh, maybe you're angry at the practices of these restaurants, those feelings cannot be separated from the food that you would eat if you were forced to eat that food. It's impossible to separate the two. You might be an explorer and very curious about food and love tasting new things. So the exploration and the excitement about discovering new things will be part of your experience when you eat those things. On the other hand, you can be very, very suspicious of things that you don't know. And you will not be excited about eating things that you don't know. And maybe you travel to a different country, maybe in Asia or something, food that you're very not familiar with, and you taste these foods. But as you taste these food that is foreign to you, with your ideas about, well, I'm not sure about this food you might be the one that come home with parasites or get aversion to that food and get food poisoning or issues with your digestion while you travel. And it's not necessarily because of what you ate. It's because of the entire experience you had that is tinted with your opinion about that experience. Now, we might eat things because... We think they're good for us, but we don't really like it. We don't really enjoy the texture of something. Because remember, when the food comes in, the first thing that we check is those textures. And maybe we decided already we don't like it. But then... We eat it because it's good for us, and they say that it's good for you, and they say that it has a lot of benefits, and they say a lot of these things about these foods, and you eat it, but at the same time, you don't really like it. That is also part of your food experience. So as you take that ambivalent food into your system, that goes into your brain. Or at least it is chewed down with the food as you eat it. Now we talk about food, but really in Chinese medicine nothing is really one-sided. The stomach channel is really in charge of anything that comes in and you need to process. We take in food, we need to process it because the food itself, the way it is, cannot enter your cells. A carrot cannot enter the human cell. It needs to be broken down to small little particles, specifically glucose, and that enters the cell. And part of the role of the stomach channel is to break it down and transform it from a carrot... a glucose molecule. That's a magic that happens in the body that from this carrot or bread or meat, whatever it is that you take in, the body takes it in, transforms it into small little particles that can enter a cell. But as we said, it's not only about food. So the stomach channel's role is to break anything down that you take in. Part of the things that you take in is information from the world. For example, right now I'm sitting and I'm giving you new information. You might have heard it before, but you never heard it from me. So now you're hearing it and you're processing it for the first time. That's why we have sayings like, I need to mull things over. Mulling things over is chewing them. Of course, we're not only saying it on food; we're saying it on information. Whenever we receive new information, we maul it over. We need to digest it. We even use these words. I need to digest this information. That was a lot. So the stomach channel helps us with new information, because the new information, just like food, need to be translated to something that you. Understand. And the way it's translated into something that you understand, it goes to your brain and your brain starts making connections with your personal history and knowledge and experience. So your stomach channel takes in everything that I'm saying right now. You're going to mull it over, you're going to digest it. And eventually, if you agree with me, you're going to keep it and grow from it, just like we do with food. And if you don't agree with me, you're going to go to the toilet and you're going to let it go because it doesn't serve you exactly like we do with food. Food for thought, it's a real thing. The way you eat is very often the way you deal with new information. You might be the person that chews their food over and over and over and over again before you actually take it in. You just need to mull it over a lot. You might be the person that reads a paragraph in a newspaper or an article five times, six times. You need to read this paragraph over and over and over again before you fully take it in. On the other hand, you can be somebody that really doesn't chew their food at all. They just take it in. You might be the fast reader. Oh, I just need to skim it. I get the idea. Got it. And if you start looking at how you eat and start looking at how you deal with new information, I bet you'll find some interesting connections. How suspicious are you of new foods? How suspicious are you of new information? How curious are you about these things, both food and new information? What do you do with it once you take it in? Do you process it a lot? Does it make you nauseous? When we get nauseous, it's really a sign that our body wants to send something back out. I am rejecting this idea. I'm rejecting this food. Therefore, I want to throw it back up. Getting nauseous or throwing things back out means your body did not like it. Some ideas can be nauseating. Pay attention to these things. Now, the reason the stomach channel is way at the beginning of our primary channel life sequence is because really... What we need to do is listen to our gut. Our gut feeling is true. And only you have your gut. Nobody else. Even if Google say this thing is good for you, this thing is bad for you. Ultimately, what needs to make the decision for you is your gut. Without thinking, your initial reaction. Your gut feeling. We live in a society that doesn't teach us to trust our gut. That's why we always go to Google. That's why we always need to ask the expert. Is this good to eat? Is this bad to eat? And the problem with food these days, it's the all about fads. One day, kale is the thing. And the next day, kale is absolutely bad for you. The same goes for everything. Wine, Coffee, bread, this vitamin, the other grain. Every day, there's a new expert with a new opinion. And we get confused. But Chinese medicine put the stomach right at the beginning because your gut knows. The large intestine and the stomach, both channels that check in and take in the information right away, can tell you, you do not like this. This is not for you. We need to trust our gut. Our gut knows. If your stomach gives you nausea or rejects it, send it back out or gives you acid reflux, you can't stomach it. It's not for you. It shows you that it's sending whatever it is that you're taking in back out. It doesn't like it. We need to listen to that. And it's not the same for everybody. Nutrition is a very individualistic thing. There are no umbrella statements. This is good for everybody. This is bad for everybody. Train yourself to listen to your own gut. Eat the thing that give you joy. Eat the things that make you happy, not because you have to eat them, but because you want to eat them. Because your gut welcomes it. Because your stomach, your gut feeling is good about it. Now before you start eating all the sweets in your house and say Cody said it's okay because it's comforting, let me just point out that your gut does need to be healthy in order for you to make good choices from your gut. If your gut shows signs like constipation or nausea or bloating or gas or all these things that we associate with not so optimal digestion, then at that point, you might not want to listen to your gut. You might want to go to an acupuncturist or a doctor to help you get back on track and correct your gut so your gut feeling can actually give you a right reading on what you're taking in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me on this healing journey today. I'm so glad you've chosen to listen in. Visit my website, kodydodo.com for even more information. Is there something you'd like me to talk about? Use my contact page and send me a note. I would love to hear from you. If you haven't subscribed, please do so now so you won't miss an episode. And let's do even more to connect the dots in our lives by inviting others to listen in as well. The more we connect, the more we can heal. Have a peaceful day wherever you are in the world.